let's see how we go then. Cool. I do have any success. Well, I mean, um, it's, so, it must be my turn to edit, so it, it's my issue. Yeah, if, it will be if this is this all goes horribly wrong. Yes, but I um, reckon they'll just join and and. Yeah, the one slightly annoying thing is that what what cast does it is it inserts silence at the start of the track of the same length of time as was already going on in the recording before the person joined, whereas Zencast doesn't. So you've got to. Are you going to line, line it up, up at the yourself. end? Yeah. Oh, I can. It's only a problem if somebody. It's only a problem if somebody only is only there for a part of it. Then it's a bugger because you've got to figure out where they go in the. Okay. Thing. But, well, that's fine. Um, but but now, uninterrupted by the two halfwits, which wouldn't understand this kind of philosophical debate, talk me through reverse ventriloquism. So I mean, I guess it depends on your perspective, um, but. Obviously, with normal ventriloquism, you as the the person are doing the talking and therefore ne- necessarily the breathing, um, and you you project your voice to a, a dummy, right? Which appears to be talking, and you move the mouth and all the rest of it, but it's not actually breathing, okay? Because it's a dummy. So therefore, if in order for me to be able to talk without breathing. Right. You would need uh, some sort of reverse ventriloquism system whereby somebody else can project their voice or actually project your voice into your mouth without you breathing. So I don't think you it's reverse. appear to be speaking. Okay. I mean, reverse ventriloquism technically, I suppose, would be the dummy talking on your behalf, which is raises far more questions than it answers. That's what we've got for government at the moment. Hey, <laughs> satire. Um, but um. <laughs> I think what you're talking about isn't reverse ventriloquism. I think it's that you would be the dummy. I mean, yes, I guess. But you, I mean, I've not. Is is are there people that do ventriloquist acts with other humans? I feel like that's just cheating. <laughs> um, uh, what's the what's the the ventriloquist that's kind of done done like the Michael McIntyre stuff? She's Scottish. He's done Michael McIntyre. No, no, she's done like um, Live at the Apollo and the BBC. Oh, um, oh, I know who you're talking about. She yeah. is um, Scottish, and she is yeah, a she's woman. Got the, the little doll. Yeah, yeah, but she also has like those masks that people wear that are controlled by electronics. Hey. So she gets them to put a mask on, right? Right. And it's quite a lot like the the. Almost like the shape of the um, uh, the masks we're all wearing now, because of COVID. But it's like a plastic thing, and it's got an animatronic mouth in it that opens and closes, and then oh, she... so she can talk through them. Yeah. So rather than her opening and closing their mouth with her hand, yeah, I mean that which would work. Although it wouldn't work I for a obviously... person particularly well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I can still open and close my mouth without breathing. It's the talking that's difficult. I mean, I think you can do lots of things without breathing, apart from staying alive for a long period of time. Well, talking as well, like it, it, it necessitates the movement yeah. of air. Otherwise, there's no sound to be made, other than I mean, I guess you could maybe make some clicking noises with your tongue, but that's about it. So, I think the issue that I had was that I could hear you breathing when you weren't talking. Well, that's what I, mean, I, I do it then too. I could. That's what I believed I could hear. I do it quite a lot, actually. Yeah. It was, sounded a bit like you'd got the microphone up your nose, almost. I mean, that is also possible, because I've been 
jigging myself around and uh, as you can as you You've can tell been jigging oh, yourself around i've been jigging myself around and I'm, as you can tell, I'm not in my flirty. i'm not in my normal location right um i am uh i'm doing a well not quite i was thinking about doing an outside broadcast but i decided that that was too much of a hassle so i'm doing a like patio door adjacent broadcast instead right well i've enjoyed our one-on-one chat um where's graham gone He's arrived and know. left. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was it. It's very short-lived. Short-lived but explosive. Yeah. So you've been jigging yourself around, um, and then you yes. thought, "I don't don't have time to finish myself off because um, no, I've got so a I just got my headset on, and... and that's why you were breathing heavily when I joined." Yeah, absolutely. Right. You've nailed it. Okay. Because um, it was just too hot to do it in the office. Right. Um, it was like thirty, it got up to thirty-one degrees. Okay, which was quite unpleasant. Um, so I thought I would decamp to the living room, where right. I can open the patio doors and that's less hot, it's a bit cooler. Yeah, it's like probably twenty-five, twenty-four, twenty-five in here, which uh, is okay. A lot more manageable. Um, Graham says, hmm. "Graham's got a problem." Hmm. Well, yes, Andy's saying, "Hmm." You couldn't join this room because you were already... Okay. Right. Well, Chris, you're going to have to provide technical support here because I'm off the clock. Okay. So, um, right. My first question is, have you tried turning it off and on? Hang on, again. Question mark. Enter. I mean, that is excellent IT support. It is. If he says yes, I say, well, can you try it now? Again. Now the time. Now the time here. Yeah. Can you can you do everything you've done previously, but just for my benefit, please? <laughs> mm. You, you'd, you'd actually make an excellent support <laughs> operative for, like, a big company. Well, I've had a huge amount of experience of, of dealing in that world. Yeah, because it's just like, I, I, I get so frustrated with it because, you know, usually when I'm calling up somebody's technical support line, like, I want to get through to somebody competent because I've already exhausted, like, everything that we can think of. Mm-hmm. And, like, you ring them up and they're like, have you tried turning it off and on again? It's like... Yes, we tried. Here's all the things we've tried. It's like, <laughs> right, could you just try this again for me while I'm on the phone? It's like, no, no, I can't. Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Cuts, Two uh, 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 Two Star Podcast. We can still see him, but he can't hear we can talk, us. We can, we can talk about him, and he won't right. know. Apart from the fact that we keep like smirking and looking in his direction. <laughs> How does he know I'm not smirking and looking in your direction? Well, I mean, that's true. Because it's like a 50-50 chance. So he's either thinking, I don't know what those guys are saying, and they are definitely flirting with each other because the way they're they're looking and laughing and winking at themselves. Or they're like, oh, God, Chris Chris has found a delayed feed of himself again. (laughs) Or or the alternative is is that they're looking at me and making fun of me, and there's no way that he'll know. No, I can't change my microphone. Oh, he's back. It sounds a lot better, though. I think it's picked the right one. Does it? All right, that's good done. Magic. Yep. It's not hugely better. Um, it is. Is it? Yeah. Say something else, Graham. 
No, I haven't got anything to say. Say something like um, a roadie would say when they were testing. Um, Hello there, everybody. I'm doing a microphone test. One, two, three, eight, nine. I think well, it, it's picked up. It's got my webcam microphone instead of my actual microphone. So I think your audio is coming through to, uh, meat as well. Coming uh, through meat. There's, there's a there's a little. Well, I'm. Yes, but I I don't. I'm not happy with it coming through meat. No, that's a good point. Actually, we need to. It has to be a to vegan audio <laughs> feed. <laughs> we need a vegan meeting service. I do like um, to pass my audio through meat. Oh, <laughs> oh you're, you've gone normal again. Oh, that's nice. Then. That is nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so will you... I mean, fuck knows when Dan's going to show up, because he didn't give a reason as to why he's not here, or why he was going to be late. And I'm assuming it's not football, because mm. it's a Friday night. Yeah, he's gone to the park for three bottles of wine. <laughs> just optimistically. Yeah, just to see what, what happens. I mean, you know when superstitious football fans just... There's a series of random events. I was going to go more like they... pigeons, but yeah. I can see where you're going with this. <laughs> a series of random events, and it was the last time Dan a... was in the park with three bottles <laughs> of wine. He got <laughs> got some action, so he's yeah. going to keep doing it now. Yeah, cargo cult. It does lend credence to the theory that it was a tramp that he picked up, though. But a tramp that had a house. He doesn't need to and be the well, we wherewithal to cook him a well, no, because we English got no curry. idea. But we don't know it was her house, do we? It wasn't an English curry, it was a Thai curry. Well, he said it was their version of a Thai curry. Well, hang on a minute. I mean, if they weren't Thai, then I guess technically it was an English curry. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, are we doing a podcast now then? Or are we yeah, well, yeah. Because, because what happened is I joined and there was an interesting chat where I accused Adam of breathing mm. and he said he wasn't breathing he definitely was um and then right. and then he said that the only way that that would happen or wouldn't happen i can't remember which would be if there was reverse ventriloquism and i wanted him to put on record what reverse ventriloquism was i see so graham what do you even... what do you take to mean by reverse ventriloquism the, the, the dummy is controlling what you say well, yeah, right. we see we covered that, and that that would raise a lot more questions than it would answer. Oh. I mean, I think I think you are right. I think reverse ventriloquism is the no, dummy think, is I the think, one in charge. Yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah. I think that is strictly that would be reverse ventriloquism. I, I think it was more a case of uh, my terminology being incorrect rather than the definition being incorrect. Like, I think uh, what Adam Scarface and felt... Batman. What Scarface in Batman? It's an evil ventriloquist dummy that makes the operator do crime. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. It's not just a man that's got like like a bad face. No. No, you're thinking of Two Face. Well, no, he's only got half a bad face, half a good face. <laughs> that's fair, actually. Yes. The uh, the operator is called the ventriloquist. Right. Um, uh, but the the dummy, he, the ventriloquist, is quite a nice man. But the dummy is um like a gangster, and he makes, he makes him, him do crimes. kill people. Okay. It's uh, yeah, it's quite quite fun. It sounds quite complicated. Fun to me. crimes. Hmm. I, I don't know if the I think the dummy is maybe possessed or something. Scarface himself might be <laughs> sure. Might be possessed. Could be. Couldn't it? Sounds feasible. I'm going to say that's canon now. Definitely sounds like the sort of thing that would happen in a comic book. Yeah. 
We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin. But he escaped before he died and started listening. We plugged our microphones into the internet. And said loads of really dumb shit we regret. Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're woke. We want you to enjoy this but you won't. So I've uh, I've got some content. Christ, how did that happen? Uh, well, I found it on Twitter. <laughs> okay, um, but we could wait for Dan to arrive, or I mean, we could, but we might be here all night. Yeah, so true. Okay, so safe for you to get going. I have been reading about how to have better conversations, right? And uh, like real people do, like when but we had the real person partic- on last week. Yes. Yeah. Is this like in any particular context or just in general? No, just it's nice to be a real person, isn't it? I've heard. So yeah. It's nice to so, pretend to be a real person on occasion. Oh, yeah. I suppose. But this one has got um, how to ask better questions. So I've got eight questions that will lead into better conversations. So okay. we'll, uh, we can go one at take it in turns. So I'm going to start with Adam and... Instead of asking you, how are you, which is a thing I would never ask anyone, (laughs) I'm going to say, Adam, how are you really? (laughs) Because that's going to cut through all the small talk bullshit. um, It sounds like a deeply leading question as well. Don't don't you have to ask, how are you first, and let them give the bullshit answer? No, I think you just give a knowing, knowing smile when you say, how are you really, like that. Oh, okay. And then, and then I go, oh, well, I was going to fob you off. I think the only acceptable answer to that is, fine, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. I am yeah. really okay. Really Very average, hot. yes. Quite sweaty. So, Chris, instead of asking you, what do you do? I would say, what are you passionate about? Okay. So you want me to answer? Pa- yeah, what are you passionate about, Chris? Right now, I am passionate about this Pinot Grigio that was in the two for £10 offer at Morrison's, but would retail individually at £7.50. See, I remember the days when you could get three for £10 in Sainsbury's. This economy's really gone to shit, hasn't it? Well, yes and no. I mean, I think this is a nice wine. I'm passionate about it. Three for ten were nice wines. I'm passionate about um, Fixie Bikes. Well, that's and already non fixie bikes. We're now having a bad conversation. So <laughs> it's made the conversation worse. So, what I, was the original question? What What do you do? Just, what what, do, you what do? do you do? Yeah. What do you do? And I said, not a lot. Yeah. And then you said, um, what am I passionate about? And I've told you about fixie bikes, which is and wine and wine. Well, wine's okay. Yeah. It's, da- it's a very it's a very dangerous question to ask somebody. What are you passionate about? I have if you found don't know the person. A, so I've I've got a neighbour that sometimes engages me in really boring conversation that that then traps me, and I found a secret weapon. Stop with, talking which, about fixie no, bikes. No, no, stop. Well, just bikes in general, and then he just disappears. Brilliant. Nice. Maybe he has a phobia. If anyone asked me what am I passionate about, I don't think I could answer the question because I don't think I'm passionate about anything. Yeah, I had a similar. I had a similar question. You're passionate about your lack of passion. I'm not even passionate about that. You know, Dr Pepper's (laughs) Happiness Club that I went to. Yes. um, Yes. There was a question like, "What are you really passionate about?" Mm. And and I had to say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Nothing at all, really. Alcohol. 
Um, he didn't. He didn't really like. That it was quite lot, we, so. when we um, when I started my new job. Um, the one of the things that they made us do was they have like a company magazine sort of e- email that goes out weekly, and they they do like introductions for all the new starters, and they basically say like uh, write like a paragraph on what your role is in the company, and also like something about yourself you know what you do when you're not at work mm. and the guy that i'm working with who's technically my boss now he's like well what the fuck are we gonna write i was like well i mean you know you just have to do some sort of fluff he's like yeah but i can't just put gin and video games it's like <laughs> what i enjoy doing outside of work i was like but otherwise you're lying like, yeah no, you can't, can't lie that's a it's, Official, it is, official it is, documentation. You know, it is the truth. Yeah. So it'll be fraud. You know, you get drunk and play Call of Duty. That's what you do in your spare yeah. time. Just put that down in the company newsletter. Put wanking. It was going to go in really, the company really newsletter. Yeah, we send it out every Friday, and it, as I said they do like a little. There's, there's all the stuff in there. There's like you know, focus on some dude in Poland that does sales leads, and you know these are the jobs we've got going, and these are the new contracts that we've signed, and then like a quick you know welcome to these three people that are starting in whatever roles they're doing. So, um, what did you write about yourself? Uh, uh basically. <laughs> Drinking and video games. Drinking and video games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and, and you know, Dungeons and Dragons, and that'll, that'll do. They well, they might. They probably that was probably the um, placeholder text for IT people, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yes, didn't, didn't alter it. <laughs> On uh, the last one of those, I had to do. The only thing I could think of was that I make really good roast potatoes. <laughs> That's all you do out of work. Yeah. Just yeah, practice your roast potatoes <laughs> constantly. But it has started two interesting conversations where people said, "What's your secret?" And I have played all coy and said, oh, "I." And you go, I can't what do you mean? You. What have you heard? <laughs> and uh, he was like that when I found him. So maybe that maybe that's what I'm passionate about: roast potatoes. I tried putting um, honey on the roast potatoes Ooh. the other week, and it was shit. And that's because a man came into my Google feed and said it makes the best roast potatoes if you put honey and mustard glaze on it. But he was Ooh, a no, fucking charlatan. Yeah, so, no, honey uh, mustard glaze is fine, but not on potatoes. Mm, no. Um, but okay, the, so what's the, your next stupid question? Okay, I was going to tell you. Well, I want to talk potatoes. more about roast potatoes. Well, it's too late, Adam. Adam. <laughs> no, what was your what was your other? So, so well, you'll people never have know, said you? they've come up to you. Yeah. Maybe that's well, no, the secret like people... to better conversations: is to say, "I'm really good Just at roast potatoes." I... Yeah. And then people they say, assume it's code. People say, "How are you so good at roast potatoes?" I say, I'm not telling you; it's my secret. I'll take <laughs> it to my grave. They think they're trying to buy drugs off. I you. think yeah. with cooking, there are some general rules, almost like universal Hate. rules of truth, that make things better. Um, oil or fat of some kind, yeah. salt, salt. Yeah, this is for savoury, um, garlic, and chili. And I yeah, think in a highbrow podcast, I've heard like there's a book which is called like is it called um, fat, salt, heat, and acid. It sounds plausible. I seem yeah. to think I've heard that recently. Yeah, but but yeah. I can make any food taste better by adding more oil, more salt, and more chili. Yeah, and then That's more true. garlic. I mean, yeah. only up to a certain threshold. No, there is, um, no, there's no upper limit for garlic. <laughs> I think there must be. 
Well, I've yet <laughs> to I've yet to encounter it. <laughs> I do know. An, this, is, I, this is where like Gemma wanders into the kitchen, and Graham's just standing there eating garlic raw. Yeah. I do know an upper limit in my house, whereby my Gemma will say, um, "That was really nice, but can you put less garlic in it next time?" Because I'd like to be able to go to work <laughs> yeah. and not have not have the concern of breathing on other people. Although yeah, face they, masks yes, limits that true. issue. Oh, but the face mask will stink. <laughs> yeah, you'll put it through the wash multiple times mm. and it'll still just stink. I have started to think, do my does my breath really smell bad? Because Probably. it doesn't smell good inside my face mask. <laughs> <laughs> Normally people wouldn't be smelling your breath at such close quarters, you'd hope. No. Uh, we had a curry <laughs> the other do, day and it, back. it came with garlic naan and the next morning I woke up and did a burp that stank so <laughs> greatly of garlic that it made me feel ill. It, it was just that one burp that was it must have just been simmering and there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Adam again, I'm not going to say to you what's new. I'm going to say to you, what title would you give this chapter of your life? Oh, God. Which actually, I think, is quite a good question. Yeah. Um, Mine would just be, needless to say, I had the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that is a good question. Denouement. Um... I mean, it's a good question. It hasn't triggered a good conversation, though, has it? No, it's no. It provides a lot <laughs> of I think, I think the problem is, I think that's the problem. I think the question is, is too... Profound. Like it's too. Yeah, it's too. You have to kind of think about it. You can't mm-hmm. just necessarily. Flip it off it would be a head. weird thing to just think, know, wouldn't it? Especially twenty twenty. Like mm. I feel like this is the kind of time where it's not just like you know. Well, what happened? Well, I had a kid this year, so whatever. It's like everything went wrong. It was fucking terrible. Mm. Um, you know, I think mine would just be on fire. Chapter eight. <laughs> no ties. Just, just one of the book. Your, your, the book of your life is just one with numbered chapters. Yeah, no just numbered number chapters. Roman numerals. Um, make it. Classy. Oh yeah, classy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, Chris, not how's work. I'm going to say, what's the most fulfilling part about what you do? About what I do, but when yeah. you say what you what I do, do you I, mean the implication work? is your work? Yes. Yeah. I, well, not just no, not necessarily. Um. Okay, it's the, the money most, you get that you can well, spend on, well, uh, well, yeah, spend I mean, on my, wine and My immediate and thought is the most important... Hang on, the most, the most fulfilling, fulfilling part. The most yeah. fulfilling part of what I do for work is that I get paid for it. Yeah. That's definitely, yeah. By, by a very large margin, the most The best part of your part. job. Yeah, yeah. The second most fulfilling part is to be a Teams champion and to impart my knowledge of Microsoft Teams to other people. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. Yeah. So, I mean, this one... but 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 outside of work, the most fulfilling thing of what I do is being asleep. Fifty bikes. Oh, being asleep's great. Being isn't asleep. It? Yeah. I that's where I found that's, that's where I found my today. fulfillment. But is it really fulfilling because you're not awake for it? Like you don't. It's just a thing that happens passively. No. But then when I, you're awake, you feel fulfilled. Okay. So asleep. for me, it it takes a lot of active effort to try and be asleep. Hmm. You see, I, I do not sleep well. No, I don't sleep well. No. Why don't you sleep well? Um, is it because of how awful everything is? <laughs> I mean, that is part of it, yes. <laughs> also, I think um, what really did it was having Charlotte, because I used to be a really deep sleeper. Yeah. And then 
since having her, I've had to train myself to wake up when I hear her shouting or crying or what have you. Yes, like as a consequence, yeah, as a consequence now, like the slightest noise anywhere, and I get disturbed, and then it takes me to get back to sleep again. I've started. So I get, I, I get much less restful sleep. I've started trying to make a habit of eating cheese before bed. Because <laughs> Just on the hope you get good dreams. Well, it gives me really vivid dreams. It's brilliant. Yeah. The other, the the other, other problem- night, I had a dream that I was shouting at Scylla Black because she said that it was stupid that we've had to wear face masks. <laughs> I mean, that's an entirely plausible dream. Yeah. I um, have been taking uh, CBD oil for sleeping. And. That has given me a fair amount of quite vivid dreams. Has it helped with the sleeping? Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Like there, there's some evenings where um, I go to bed and I think I'm so wound up about work and I'm s- there's so many things going on in my head. It's like fireworks going off. I'm never going to be able to sleep. And I take my little CBD droplets and... Um, and I listen to put a podcast on and thinking, well, this is this is pointless. I'm going to be awake for hours and hours, and then I just hear five minutes and I'm asleep. Mm. It's very That's lovely. Why don't you um, just not take the oil and just start smoking weed and give up your job? Well, I mean, those are all good options. Mm. Um, I refer you back to the the thing that's most fulfilling about my job. Which yeah. is the money. Yeah. Um, that really helps with the buying weed. You could steal it. I could steal money. I could Crime become just a, makes I could everything become, very, very cheap. I could become a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. No one would. That'd be more fulfilling. Me. And you could you could tell people about your roast potatoes. No, that's great. You could tell, yeah. Yeah, but you, it's, it, it's code for it's code oh, for drugs. Yeah. You could. Um, that's why all these, oh, these. That's why these people are coming up to him asking him about his roast potatoes. Okay, new idea. Graham grows um, psychoactive rhubarb in the rhubarb triangle, and then we get Dan to run it through county lines down to me, and then I sell mm-hmm. it at the farmers market to okay. all the hippie people in Bridport. Um, Where, what's Adam's uh, role in this tech support? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Website. Okay. He 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 kind of get a GPS tracker hey, on Dan so we know where he is. <laughs> Adam could get us onto the dark web where where you could uh, draw up clients by telling them that you're passionate about selling drugs. You're looking to start a new chapter in your life. Yeah. Yeah, chapter 8 drugs <laughs> sell drugs. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one should be for Dan really, but um Instead of when he said he was going to be late, I didn't think he just meant like I'm not going to turn up dead late. a week late. Um, instead of asking him, "Are you dating anyone?" we would ask him, "What's your self love practice?" <laughs> <laughs> the biggest problem with that question is my British eyes read self love as wanking. Yes, I mean, doesn't I mean who like are there, do Americans not read it that way? Well, I think the sort of wankers who would use these kind of questions probably refer to it as. I mean, obviously, um, the answer like, for Dan is that he's he's well past practice. I mean, I guess technically it's still practicing. Like, you well, know, yes, you exactly. never, never stop practicing. You've no. always got a dentist still practice, don't they? Well, that's true, but that's a different sort of. Daniel's practice. going to open a, a wanking practice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would I, that even consist of? You just you book an appointment and he, he has a wank. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it through. Look, it's what he's passionate about, Lee. That's <laughs> true. Could it be like a spin class, perhaps? 
Um, what, you, you well, Daniel's just, like... at the front. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's a wanky well, class. Just, you copy him. And he puts, really puts music though, on it? and says, you know, this, this is this is a... This 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 next track is a, a you know a, high, a high energy. <laughs> Doctor Daniel Mercer, wanking practitioner. <laughs> nice ring to it. So Adam, I'm not going to ask you how's your relationship going, which is a thing I've never asked anyone. I'm going to ask you how is your heart feeling today. <laughs> um. Uh, well, there's a slight arrhythmia. <laughs> yeah. You might want to get that checked out. Yeah. Um. But otherwise, you know, mostly normal, I think. Okay, no shooting pains. No, shot, in your, no shooting in left pains. No, just like sudden <gasps> chest okay. clutching. Uh, mostly good. Not many women have heart attacks, do they? Um, it, I mean, it does seem to be. I, more, I don't I mean, know. Uh, I don't know. Is the I, answer. I think, so. well, I think, I think it does seem to be of an unfit man in his fifties. Yeah. Suddenly, with, like, really high cholesterol, who drinks like nine pints a night. I can't think of. Any time I've heard of a woman who's had a heart attack. Now I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but <laughs> I think it happens a lot. I think it's just you quite often yeah, hear about well, men uh, having heart attacks and strokes. I mean, Chris can look up the stats, I'm sure. But yeah. a lot of women have strokes. Yeah, I don't want the data. I want the anecdotes. Okay. okay. Based think... on what you've seen on Casualty. Well, apparently, yeah. apparently, women have different heart attack symptoms. Yeah, that is the other thing that I remember reading that because basically medicine is entirely based around men. Mm. And men's symptoms. A lot of the time, people don't even realise women are having heart attacks because oh, well, they have fine. completely yeah. different symptoms. To they're just they're just moaning and they cook yeah, less. It's just oh, and... it's just that time of the month again. How yeah. do I get to the punchline? She has acute angina. Must be a way <laughs> to... I think I've, I've done the joke now. Anyway, yes. Um, Short circuit it if you have to. Okay. Um, so, Chris, uh... not not how was your day, but what made you smile today? Your wine. My wine did make me smile. Um, yeah. Do you do you not know, want to know the stats on? No, not like, really. I, I want to. We just, just assume that it's assume that just women assume that women are immune from heart attacks. Yeah, well, I see no other evidence to the contrary. What made me smile today? Um, my wine made me smile. There you go. Yeah. Seeing your two lovely little faces on my computer screen made me smile. Not seeing Daniel's made you smile. <laughs> uh, yes, I think that's that's fair. Hmm. Um. The thought of not having to go to work tomorrow made me smile. That is nice. nice I mean, yeah. I'm not actually going to work. Filling in my but... timesheet made me smile. Mm. Yeah, I'm not actually going to work, but not having to be at my desk on the off chance that somebody wants me to do something is is just a very mm. nice feeling. I, I've kind of forgotten it. I'm going to look at houses tomorrow. Why are you moving a house? Yes. No. Yeah, we're selling our house and moving back to Lincoln because otherwise we just drive for too long and the children are out for 12 hours a day. And it's uh, being in lockdown and actually having like normal length days has been really nice. So, uh, yeah, we've I bought a stranger a carpet. You bought, uh, hang on, to... hang on. So, but, but when you moved to Leeds, it was because you thought Lincoln was rubbish and Leeds was the future. Yeah. Turned out that was then right. he spent some time living in Leeds. <laughs> right. No, well, it, it's. Uh, I mean, Lincoln's fine, but um, I'd like it if you lived in Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe was my favourite. Scunthorpe was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not the future, though. <laughs> no, no, it's the past. But I like visiting the past. You do like the past, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, final question: 
Adam, I'm not going to say to you, is something wrong? I'm going to say, what do you need right now more than anything? A shit. <laughs> I mean, I'd say wine. Yeah. Done. But he, he wine went for beer, didn't he? What, what he did was a, a very powerful um, visual answer, but on an audio. On an audio medium. medium. Yeah. Mm. He had a nice very drink good. of beer. I like it. So, I, they, and this whole Twitter account has got lots of um, just ways that you can start conversations that um, I think maybe make I'll people make feel a recurring, recurring, yeah. yeah. So How to make I people feel uncomfortable in a, in a light social situation? Yeah, How yeah. are you walk up some, really? Walk up, somebody, <laughs> walk up somebody you've never met before and go, what do you need right now? Yeah, they might ask you for a blowjob. I was going to say it does that. What that one in particular does sound like you're propositioning somebody. Mm. It's a it's a fascinating. Uh... <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm passionate about sneezing. Sneezing's lovely, isn't it? I'd like to know more about looking at houses. Okay, well, you go on the internet. You say yeah, but but you I'd but like no, you in particular. In did you what see? Oh, are you looking did at? did anyone like did anyone them. see the um the house the the house the property? Um, in central London that was for sale um, that was I'm not going to say it was a cupboard um, mm-hmm. but it was a studio apartment um, approximately the size of your living room Chris mm-hmm. with uh, a bed a sink a shower cubicle right. and a window toilet okay Right, not in the the apartment. There may have been one elsewhere. Shared one. Um, So, central London. How much do you think it was? I mean, I. I... Oh, uh, it was in need of of substantial modernisation. Well, it's in need of a toilet, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I mean, there may be a toilet in. Maybe a communal toilet, like because it's obviously an apart. Like it's a it's a studio apartment, so maybe a communal toilet. You can all go and. No, a studio apartment means it's just one big room. Yeah, yeah. But generally, yeah. generally, there's a separate bathroom. I mean, generally, yes, but this is a cupboard in London. And so, are you sure there have... was no toilet? Yeah, there was no toilet in the room. Well, it's got a window. Yeah, <laughs> nature's toilet. So, how, how much do you think it was? Well, uh, because of, because this is stupid and because it's London, I'm gonna say it was three hundred and fifty thousand. Not not bad. It was two hundred grand. Wow. Right? right. And and here's the best part. So, it's. Leasehold, obviously. <laughs> so, mm. you know, right. it cannot be used as a place of permanent residence. Right. And cash only. <laughs> mm. Okay. It's just like that was just complete insanity to me. Like, I know London prices are stupid and all the rest of it, but it's like the same as I paid for my house. Hmm. For essentially one room without a toilet that you can't live in full time, that you don't actually own because it's leasehold, and that you'd have to pay in cash because for some reason or other the owner doesn't think that you'd be able to get a mortgage. Well, on account of it being a room. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm not sure that's necessarily like a mandatory requirement for a mortgage. If I was was a mortgage broker, (laughs) sorry, I refuse to lend you any money for this house. There's no toilet. Well, they, not they gonna, did not going to make... risk repossessing this in six months, and it's just full of shit. <laughs> they did take steps to make um, mortgage lending more responsible, didn't they? Yeah, that's true. 
So maybe that um, was maybe that was part of it. Yeah, I've also told like uh, my house might have gone up in value by like fifty percent in the last five years based on like some houses that have been sold nearby, and maybe. that just seems like everything is very stupid. It's stupid, isn't it? Well, I mean, that's just that's just houses, isn't it? It's just stupid. Yeah. It is very so I've uh, I've bought carpets for the halls and stairs, which. Oh, for your I've, house I've that you're a, going to yeah. sell. Yeah, so I've just bought carpets for someone I haven't oh. met yet. I thought you'd just done a, a purely altruistic thing. Like oh. There was a man that needed a carpet. Was that just a case of like it? the decision to to move house was just kind of very sudden after you'd bought the carpets? No, it was uh, it was intentional so oh, that we the could sell the house. Really shit. They were fucked. Yeah, they were horrible. But now we've got really nice carpets, and I like walking around in my bare feet. So I'm at least getting some enjoyment. I'm getting the best part of those carpets. Yeah, the brand new bit. Which is nice. I think you should so, try uh, doing just tiny little wheeze on the carpet before you move that's out. That's a good idea. <laughs> are you going to are you going to move move back into a bungalow and thus suddenly collapse yourself down into like yeah, that would a quarter of the floors? You've done Maybe all I of your could... walking on stairs in the yeah, past I've, six I'm all years. Stairs out. <laughs> One of the houses that we looked at, I think it's sold now. Uh, it had five toilets. <laughs> now, that is feasts and famine, isn't it? There? Is that it? Just this... <laughs> From one to five? It only had one bedroom of yeah. five toilets. More toilets than people in the house. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? I mean, I think that's the number of toilets you need. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you're planning on having Dan again. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Well, one of them um, had two en suites, and one of them, we, we said if we bought that house, that would be the guest room. Sorry, I misunderstood. And Dan said that Dan would just have his own toilet. En suites in the toilets. <laughs> oh, moment, that'd be amazing, yeah. I had the idea that there was one room that had two en suites. Oh, oh that would be... I thought, you meant that, I thought you meant that, like, two of the five toilets had en suites. <laughs> the complete opposite of a Jack and Jill bathroom. Just uh, his and her Jack bathrooms. And crapper. <laughs> yeah. No, Gemma said if if we had that one, then that, that would be Daniel's toilet, and he could use it, and then we would never have to suffer. But you, you might have, you could you could build like a separate entrance to the toilet from outside. Yeah, <laughs> just the only way that Dan can get in and out, have so you, that you don't have to um, open it up to the rest of the house. Have you still got the sign I made you that said Chris's room when you had your first um, house? Probably You'd be very heartbroken if you don't. I would imagine so. I don't know. I haven't seen it. No. I think it's probably in a memories box somewhere. Okay. You know when you put all those, all your precious things into a box and then never then, look at them, and then it was, uh, and then five years later just throw them in a. a <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, because we've got, so they come and take taken pictures and done the brochure, um, and now we're going to have people coming to look at the house. So it's vitally important that nobody knows we have any belongings. So everything yes. has to be hidden. So I've got a storage unit now. Oh, I saw a picture. I didn't really yeah, understand why. I, I can't really envisage any circumstances in which I won't have put a body in there before the end of the year. That's, uh, that's what you're doing. Daniel's body? He must be odds on. He must be the favourite. I don't know. It's quite, like, you take up quite a lot of space. Yeah. I think so. You want to kill a smaller person because it will take up less space than Daniel. Yeah, is, this storage unit is quite expensive. Well, it's not two hundred grand, and it sounds to me like it's probably about as well equipped as that <laughs> studio apartment. I mean, it's probably about the same size, and it's got corners, so you don't need a toilet. Um, 
it's, it's quite, yes, yeah, quite roomy. You could, uh, I think, if I found myself homeless, then I could do a lot worse than paying forty-five pounds a month to live in a storage unit. I don't think you're allowed to live in them. I think that's the hey, catch. How are they going to stop me? They'll have a security guard. And they'll say, him. Mr. I'll Graham, on the willy. You, can't, you can't stay here. I would <laughs> steal him. Well, I'd give him some of my drugs that I'd be selling. I've got a better suggestion. Is that you ask him one of those awkward questions and he just decides, I'd rather just, just walk away and engage in this like, conversation. What do you need right now? I need you I to, need get you the to the leave, Mr. Graham. <laughs> you must leave. Maybe. What's the fulfilling part of your job? I could look him dead in the eyes and ask him what he's passionate about, and then he would just want to avoid me. I am passionate about beating you up. Yeah, every time, every passionate time about I turned up, people out of he would just make he make a point of not making eye contact with me. It, but all, all I say is, if it came to living in a car or living in one of those storage units, a storage unit I think would be would be quite nice. But they can't throw you out of your own car. They can ask you to to drive away. Yeah, not if you're drunk. <laughs> You're going to trick the police and the the I don't know parking wardens with a catch twenty two situation. Well, if yeah. I'm homeless, uh, it's I'm certainly going to be drunk. Right. Okay. Well, I think the idea is you find a new house before you sell this one. Mm, I don't know how that would work. I think. No, I think I'd just I'm just going to end up homeless instead and live in the storage unit. Okay. It's is nice to have a plan presumably B, isn't is, it? is near you in Leeds rather than Lincoln. Yeah, it's just around the corner. So I'm going to have to get them to move their business down to Lincoln so that I can empty it at the other end when we when we buy a house. I think our neighbours have just moved out. Uh, they were renting, um, so we're now waiting to see who moves in to replace them. Are you um, not... going to vet them? Uh, unfortunately, we we don't have the veto power. You should buy next door, uh, and then you could bet them. Yeah, knock through. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Might do that. You might um, get a drug addict, like I keep getting. It's neighbours. Except I know I know the owner of the house because yeah. they moved they moved to France. Ah, oh, um, lucky bastards. Well, in fairness, they did it because one of them was had was diagnosed with cancer, and so they decided to up and leave early. Yeah, that's pretty insensitive, Chris. Yeah, Chris. I they're okay. always planning to retire there, and now they they just decided to go a bit early, and they're just renting the house out. To if I was going to live costs. in any European country, I wouldn't choose France because of how much it stinks. <laughs> what is it? St- I mean, I've never really really smelt garlic. It smell stinks of? of horrible drains. That is true. Okay, but so so did so do most European countries. Yeah, for some reason, I think the drains France more do. so, and especially Paris. Hmm. I went Elizabeth to Paris. Was quite bad. Well, I thought Lisbon was what? okay. No, Lisbon was very nice, but it, the the drains were quite bad. I don't I, really um, remember. I don't remember being offended by them. I remember being so. You live in Dorset. <laughs> I remember being so so appalled with Paris that rather than oh. stay for the five or six days that me and Gemma had planned, um, we had one night and we went back to. Um, the station and bought tickets home on the Eurostar the day after mm. we arrived. <laughs> That's yeah. how horrible it was. It's pretty bad. Yeah. When uh, when we went to Paris for Fun Boys Holly Bobs in 2004, there was a pub just a few minutes down the road from where we were staying, and we went and had some drinks in there. And the toilet in this pub was literally a hole in the floor that just 
sort of hole I mean, in the floor. The floor, floor was tiled, bit. but the hole was yeah. just a hole. Just that a sounds, hole into um, a sort of bog. That is better facilities than the fun pub in Bridport. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it was so bad that every time I needed a wee, I just ran back to the hotel and did a wee there because it was better than it was trying to use this. Not only that, it's like it's it's, you know urinals are not the most like you know the sort of trough urinals. Mm -hmm. You know, can be a bit comfortable if it's like if there's a lot of people, it's cramped. Imagine that, except you're all facing into each other. Mm. Wait, this was a communal yeah. piss hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's quite quite horrific, but also <laughs> just there's also a reason the Graham yeah. kept running of, back to the hotel. It's kind of a slightly homoerotic, isn't it? Um, no, because you couldn't maintain an erection when you could smell what you could smell in there. But, I mean, how busy was the bar that it was? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't busy. So no, there was, was, was there generally, you were by yourself, but there was a risk it was more a of a bigger boy of, might yeah, arrive. It was more a matter of principle. It was, more yeah. the, but, it was more the risk that you'd have to look at someone whilst you, you crossed streams. But we were them in the eyes. <laughs> we were there with Ruddy William, so... <laughs> and that that infinitely increased the odds of that happening. <laughs> was he was he happy to use the toilet there? Uh, was he running uh, home? No, I don't think so. I think he was as disgusted as the rest of us. It was pretty awful. Yeah. Why didn't you go somewhere nicer? Well, we didn't know about the toilet until we had arrived at the pub. What do you mean yeah. somewhere nicer than someone nicer than the pub or someone nicer than Paris? No, 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 somewhere nicer. Once once you'd made the bad decision to I mean, be we didn't return oh, well. to the pub. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, but yeah, we, but, but the way that Graham said you that he ran back. I mean, like it was it, yeah. so we there for some like you, had to, time. you had to finish your drinks. Well, we, we had a few drinks. We you had a few drinks. Yeah. How many times did maybe you have the, to maybe the toilet would get better if we keep drinking? I think two. I I have I'd open the I'd open the seal, so I, I needed lots of wheeze at that point. I have a fun story about a toilet. And um, the night... Um, so my Gemma had to do a Viva because she was right on the borderline between um, a 2-1 and a 1st. And the night before that, her friend John visited and... We offered to help her do revision for her Viva. And she said, no, I just need you to be out the house. So we went and did an amazing pub crawl in Bridport. And the last pub we went to was the Lord Nelson. And uh, it's a pub that I hadn't been in before. And John went to the toilet and came back and he said, Chris, have you been to the toilets in here? And I said, no. He went, oh. It's amazing. It's like it's like a palace. It's just so <laughs> lovely. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I'm not sure that kind of fits in with what I've heard about the Lord Nelson. But I went in, and he was right. It was everything was like sparkling and crystally, and it was just it was just the most amazing toilet I'd been to. It was just just beautiful in every way. Um, the antithesis of our Paris toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then. Like a year or two later, I went back and the Lord Nelson's toilet is horrible. I think the reason it was shiny was because there was just a layer of piss on everything. (laughs) 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 And it was just catching catching the light. To give you an idea of how unpleasant it is, is um, it didn't have a hand dryer or hand towels. 
or even one of those proper mechanical things where they have a massive towel that goes kind of just around a towel around. hanging on just, a hook yeah, infinity just a towel towel <laughs> tea towel on a hook no not mm. on a hook on on one of the like just like a rolling pin at the top of the door so you dry your hands and move it down a bit and it's just the same towel going on round and round yeah. and round on a loop yeah yeah well but when it's when it's around the other side it's presumably being cleaned somehow <laughs> But I can, I can why imagine would they have that otherwise? That had you drunk enough in Paris, you'd have started to really like the the just hole no, in the ground. I don't think I don't there think was there enough was booze in Paris. Could have drunk. No. Yeah. Especially not those prices. Yeah. And then uh, it's expensive as well. Yeah, it's horribly it's really expensive. Really expensive. Terrible. And this was this was 2004 when uh, the economy was good and it was still loads. Mm. Even to our incredible British pound. <laughs> I remember when we had an incredible British pound. <laughs> yeah. That's what I call my penis. So that doesn't really make, make much sense. I suppose like a pound of weight. Has it been recently seriously devalued? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, It's a lot yeah. weaker than it used to be. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, completely uh, deactivated now. <laughs> That's more about the penis than the pound. Uh, so I don't know if... Um, if Dan's going to join us, I, I mean, I will be. I will be late as we're now then... an hour in. Yeah. <laughs> He's not turned up. He must. I mean, his three bottles of wine in the park must have worked. Well, good for him. I wonder who the lucky lady or man not, is. If his excuse is not that he had another one night stand after several bottles of wine in the park, he was. I'm going to be furious. Too busy banging. I do not think I could cope with. Daniel being any more smug than he was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's fair. I, like, I think it's justified for him to be smug. I mean, yeah, he's the I'm cat that got the cream, isn't he? <laughs> the cat that had cream once. <laughs> <laughs> After a very long time searching unsuccessfully for cream. <laughs> yeah. So should we uh, read out some more podcasts from Audrey? Um... Would you like to what know about... about my near-death experience? Well, would you like to know about the podcast called The Earth's Suckhole? Uh, I'm not sure. Have they have they asked if they could be on our... Um... No, but I'm, a, I'm considering like asking them. have like a fairly limited remit. It, my name is Kevin. The other host is Megan. I live in Vancouver and she lives in Colorado. We stick to mainly comedy by doing segments like facts... <laughs> and a weather report that doesn't matter by the time you listen to the show. Segment we have two like very different food segments. Yeah, we have two very different food segments. We do enjoy doing some horror stuff as well. Like one time I killed Cupid on Valentine's Day, or on St. Patty's Day I got kidnapped by a leprechaun. Our fans enjoy comedy mainly, but they also enjoy a good scary story. We're looking for Facts. anyone who would enjoy to do segments with us, and we would be willing to help doing anything we can. Making content is just fun. Okay, I like so they called St. Patrick's Day, St. Patty's Day, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, have I they just, do that in America? Have I just assumed St. Patty, P A T T Y? Well, no, no. Yeah, America yeah. tends to use St. Paddy. They tend to use St. Paddy's Day. I think I think Patty's is a is Canadian affectation. Oh, is it? Well, if he lives in Vancouver, it would fit. But or what about well, I mean, one? I liked I liked them a lot. I've not heard any Americans call it St. Patty's Day. I've I've seen that before. What what if one of us yeah. goes big and gets syndicated in America and the other ones don't? Like when they did they the the uh, American um, pilot of uh, the IT crowd, 
and they got the guy from um, the guy from Community to be uh, Roy and John McHale. Yeah, yeah, and um, they kept um, Richard Ayoade as uh, Moss. I mean, that was hmm. that was very unsuccessful. But imagine if that had gone big and how bad he'd have felt. Uh, I think he'd have probably been alright with it. So, yeah. Okay, so <coughs> there's two ways we can play this. With um, is it Audrey? Yes. Yeah. So you can try to um, pimp us out to various mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. Um, or we could As try you and described get... it last week, sort of loan loan scheme, player loans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, because that's it's not really a player loan. Cause you wouldn't just loan them out for one match, would you? Sometimes. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. If, if the price sometimes. is right. Wow, I've never never seen that happen. You can get a week loan. All right, okay, yeah. Well, then it's that. But pimp us out individually, because that would be... Well, I mean, they don't want all four of us turning up on mass. Well... That doesn't work, does it? Or across... Unless their existing podcast is like a dozen people. But wouldn't we just be dreadful on our own? And also... All of us being there would help. And also, what if it was Dan? (laughs) I'd pay to listen to that. I can't imagine. Oh, so you're thinking we sabotage other podcasts to make ourselves? <laughs> well, I wasn't more... where I was going. So, I was just thinking it would be entertaining to listen to Chris and Dan. Chris and Dan tour the American podcast. Circuit. You you think that Dan is the equivalent of when you play Championship Managers Manchester United and just buy all goalkeepers? <laughs> mm. Well, no. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking Dan has that. Dan has that perfect combination of like, just kind of. Uh, confusion just enough just yeah just enough confusion but not in a kind of does not in a way that makes him seem like a moron just in a way that seems like he's misunderstood what you've said and i mean you could probably get just an entire podcast of just earnest well-meaning hosts trying to get dan to understand what they're trying to communicate to you could gaslight him and tell him that he'd been on that podcast the previous week I mean, I, I kind of think that that Dan could be really successful because of his posh British demeanour. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like that's. As I, said, I think that's why people would give him way more leeway. Than maybe well, maybe this is a link into Project Sexy Time as well. Perhaps. I mean, there's a lot of travelling involved in this of Project Sexy abroad. Time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I've I've seen Love Actually. I've seen the idiot brother from my family get loads of fanny just by going to America. Yeah, That's all I mean, the research I need. So, I, is, is, have we moved into the segment where we are discussing our plans to take the world by storm through the Audrey Network? Um, I guess so. So, can I think we should maybe um, discuss our guest from last week and how we can be better hosts? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I, I think... Um, it didn't help that there are four of us. I think it makes it yeah. quite difficult for one person to well, join it always us. Does. I, th- I think four is probably about the maximum you can get away with. Yeah. I think any more than that is impossible. Are you I saying think... we should sack Dan? <laughs> well, I, I, the problem is, I think I think the biggest problem is when you're not used to interviewing people or mm. having guests on the yeah. podcast, etc. You f- you forget that a, we kind of just carried on doing our own stuff, well, and then you for- she you was there. Two things, and which I is, think one, they don't get your in jokes. 
because they don't they don't right. listen to the podcast. She has had are, six years to listen to our back catalog. Exactly. I don't really know the sec- what. The second part is that if you are if you're like let's say you have like a friend, you know, you've got like your wife's brother or someone from work or whatever who joins your normal social group it's quite difficult for them to kind of force their way into the conversation because yeah. they feel like they shouldn't interject. And yeah. so you have to kind of consciously let the other person into the conversation yes. to talk. And it's really hard to do that when you're not used to doing it and I think, as someone who's Yeah, because I, and, I, and I think perhaps if we have another guest on, that we need to start off by letting them say who... What's your name and where do you come from? That yeah, kind of we did stuff. do that. Well, we did do that. We did it a little yeah. bit, but it was very but, much scattergun. <laughs> like, like every well, every, that's, every that ten minutes, we might just yeah. suddenly ask them a question about what, what like, they, who are you? Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> Having listened back while I did it, it felt like we did a better job than it felt like we were doing at the time. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. So I, it, it felt fine. It, it sounded like she was enjoying herself and d- didn't. Hate us all to kill us. I mean, I think so. My impression was it was quite nice. It was quite nice fun, and I think it was nice fun for everyone. But um, I think if if you were a proper person from a proper podcast that actually has people paying money through Patreon, you you might have hoped for um, a better platform to explain what your podcast was and what you well, do and, and yeah, but why I mean, they but, but why, mind, the, it, why the supposed listeners of two star podcast who i think but, she but assumed was more, a, um, more than four other people um might, well, might want more. to also Just, listen we to don't her have, podcast. have solid numbers but i think the, the thing you've got to bear in mind is it's not like the idea of the like cross promotion stuff is not that you go on somebody's podcast and you spend an hour yeah. in your show it's not an advert thing the idea is that you go on you participate in their podcast while shilling your thing that you do as part of it yeah you know it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, I think it's a paid feature a... not a take over the entire thing yeah. so there's, it's not but like I think you're, for... it's not like it's not like when you're doing it like you interview somebody for like a film promo tour or a book promo tour yeah. where the, the thing they are that the th- reason you are interviewing them is for them to basically are you tell saying you about we're the long form, like adam bax and buxton oh yes that's li- yeah. exactly yeah. what we are it's just yeah. i think we literally us. we literally rip off his theme tune for <laughs> yeah <them. laughs> yeah i think we were better than um joe rogan oh i think that's so given, difficult isn't it? I mean, that's just automatic. Presumably that means Spotify are going to give us a million dollars. That'd be nice. I found another podcast, and I think maybe I wouldn't want to go on any other podcast on my own because I'd be too scared, but maybe we could pair off and spread the joy that way. Like the Thunderbirds. um, I don't understand that reference. Well, when there's a problem, they say, oh... um, Thunderbird two and Thunderbird four. You oh, okay? Off and fix so, it. are you thinking of like on Paw Patrol where Ryder will say, "Marshall, we need your fire ladder." I've never watched Paw Patrol. Yeah. I um, allow it in my house. Uh, Marshall, uh, no, I said Marshall. Who's the? I don't know the girl dog. We need you to fly. Hauling police propaganda. And uh, I, yeah, it's it's generally. Terrible. Okay, I mean, I, I I almost understood your reference, Graham. I'm going to convert it into my own reference. Is that like... But how are you going to swing this into fixie bikes? No, no. The fat controller will say... Um, uh, Hang on, different need... trains don't have different abilities and skills. 
Yes, they do. Train, trains are just trains. They absolutely do have different abilities. He is delusional if Percy, he thinks that. Percy pulls the mail on time. That's insane. And you say, and you saying that no other train could pull the mail on time? Um, okay. Well, I'm saying that that Percy couldn't do Gordon's job or Henry's What's job. What's Gordon's job? Well, they they are big, powerful uh, mainline trains, so they he pull, could do it if he wanted. They pull heavier, big, big loads. Because Percy's no, was, just a little yeah, train, no. so he couldn't. No, he couldn't. He's weak. Of course he could. Percy is in. weak. More coal, bigger fire. Yeah, you can't get a bigger fire in it because he's so tiny and weak. That's just bolt on a bigger furnace. It's not difficult. No, you're entirely anyway. missing the point. So what you're saying is that that there might be a podcast where they say um, Thomas and Percy, there's a problem at the tin mine. You need to go up the branch line. Which Gordon and Henry and probably Edward couldn't do because the right. the radius of the track is too narrow for them to turn with their big wheels. Bullshit. No, absolutely, totally true. That's insane. Branch lines have got tighter curves. Just, re- um, just uh, so you, you go just and go check. Slower. We think we think there's a ghost in the in the old tin mine. Can you go and check it out? Well, in that case, you'd need Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. So because I think I think. Why do you send a train to check on a ghost? Why do you? Why do trains do anything in Sodor? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. What was the original point? I've lost where we were. So we nobody so we would. Oh, that was it. Pairing off the podcast. Graham yeah, was so, too yeah. scared to go think, by yes, himself right, yeah, because yes. he might have to talk to bigger boys. <laughs> yes, but this one, me and Chris could use our special skills of talking about friends and go on the one with friends. The bio says, how are you doing? The one with friends who love friends and call other friends to talk about friends. What is Monica clean? Were they really on a break? Could Chandler's clothes be any baggier? And many more <laughs> real-time topics will be discussed as we rewatch this beloved 90s classic episode by episode. Do they have guests on? Uh, well, they're interested in promo swaps. Well, I mean, okay, well, I, I really do like Friends. I'd really yeah. like to be on that. I've, because I'd Because we've be talked that. about Friends, and we talked about our theory that um, that Tag was, was yeah. their representation of 9-11. <laughs> I <laughs> 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 can't, can't remember the basis, but yeah, I think Because like he was that. awful, yeah. He was awful. He made the whole world worse. Yeah, a um, bit like 9-11 could have done. But it thankfully but then didn't. it we wasn't her it. jumper. It wasn't his mm. jumper. It was it was fine. It was Ross's jumper. Yeah. So they're currently up to season one, episode twenty four. Uh, that was released in May. So I is that all one with season one, episode twenty four? They've done they've done season one. So maybe we could uh, ask if we can go on and join them for, us, for one of the episodes in season two. I'd love to do that. I think that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, are they Are uh, they American? There's no way of knowing. I bet they're oh, American. country US. Yeah, literally is a way of knowing. They might say, "Hey there, partner, cheeseburger." Hey, have you seen Friends? It's my favorite <laughs> program show. <laughs> Another accent to order force. Yep. Very excellent at accents, as okay. you well know. Well, I'm on board with that. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send them a message. Adam, would you like to come on as well, and we could bombard them with three of us, or do you think uh, two at a time I, is a sensible way? I have way? to say, um, as you're as you're aware, while I am, I do not subscribe to Dan's level of of hatred for friends, I am very much 
you know. But you used to love it. Ambivalent about it. You used to think you used to, first time around. You watched it all the time. You loved it. You said it I was did, great. Like, I did enjoy Friends yeah. for about like three or four seasons until they started just reusing all of the same jokes. How dare you! Except with different characters, and then I got very bored. Of Sorry, Adam. What have we been doing for the last six years? I mean, yeah, but I am not like being paid millions of dollars for doing it. They've got eighteen followers on wow. Twitter. <laughs> Probably more big. than us. I think. <laughs> so, what's their name? I I would listen to them. Uh, the one with friends. The one because there's quite a lot of and friends. They're... I mean, it's not a very original concept, is it? No, I don't but, think so. But if they have guests on, that's a, the one that that's a USP. Yeah, I'm on board. So I'll send them a message and say, "Would you like two British knobheads?" <laughs> yeah, I'll translate that into American. Would Geezers, you like two limey assholes. Oh, oh, crikey, governor. <laughs> cool. We, yeah. we are hey. British, so we is. And then if we impress, we could come back when Emily comes into it. Right? We could teach them about rugby when uh, yeah. when Red Ross comes out. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? All right, I'm going to send them a message, and we're going to get on, and we're going to hoover up some of their 18 followers on Twitter. <laughs> okay. I mean, what what other podcasts... Um, I think two I, I girls, mean, one Mike was was too too. They were out of our league, really, weren't they? Well, I would like um, Daniel to go on that one, but I'd yes. also like Daniel to go on the Friends one. I think that no, because that that's. I, I don't think we should be actively hostile to the podcasts <laughs> that we're working with. No, I don't um, think we should. I think, I think Dan Dan going on a Friends podcast is just is not going to be entertaining because Dan just hates Friends. But Dan going on a podcast where he has to talk about pornography mm. is just going to be entertaining. How about I nominate you and Dan to go on a podcast and you have to go on it? <laughs> I do not like that idea at all. But I've because just, um, I know you. But what about you? But you'd be fine on Walk with Jesus. <laughs> The average episode duration is only eleven minutes. You could do a lot of damage in eleven minutes. <laughs> I would, I would go on a walk with Jesus show. I, I like, um, I like theology. I have a Christian podcast that is biblical based. It's like a short Bible study devotion. Very nice. I feel like it's not really my wheelhouse. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, at the moment, I'm just. Uh, the Pain Sucks podcast. Pain management strategies. No. Manage some of your pain. What about the uh, Spanish guys that were basically us but Spanish? Oh, I can't remember how to get to them. It could be a language barrier. I have to, I'll have to listen back to episode 198 when it comes out. And, uh, no, one. Oh, episode 200, yeah, wasn't it? Episode yeah. 200. Yeah, that a, yeah. That's a dart score. Correct. I need to try and edit that this weekend. I've, had, I've actually I've not been busy at work because that would be ridiculous but I have been uh, required to pay attention which has made it difficult for me to find time to do fun things. Hey, here's one that you and me could go on, Adam. Dad survival guide. Unless that's like surviving your dad and that like it's about, no it's not about abuse it's about being <laughs> a dad. Good. Yep. Uh, we created this show with the hopes of guiding you through this wonderful mess we call fatherhood. We cover a variety of topics that affect you as fathers. Remembering, we are two normal dads who are in no way qualified to diagnose, treat, or cure any strange behaviours your children may be experiencing. I, I am. Say, we are two normal dads and not undercover police officers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe you and me could 
uh, ask if we can go on that one. Um, yeah, I think there's some uh, interesting looking things on here that we could we could go and uh, just just gate crash. Yeah, and uh, I would like the idea of a of a of a fairer level swap. Hmm. Like people that are doing this basically for free. And there are possibly more people on a podcast than listen to the podcast. Yeah. And and uh I think that feels less um less scammy. I think uh we could get Adam Buxton on. <laughs> Gotta aim big. Yeah. Remember we do have we do have unknown listeners. Exactly. I was downloading the podcast. Yeah. The, I mean, ju- the people in Japan are, are gathering. They're, they're probably gathering evidence to try and work out who Graham is, so they can have him assassinated. <laughs> I um, had some Japanese whiskey last night. Did you? Well, no, I had some whiskey. Right. <laughs> but I insisted I I would. But only Graham, Graham drink... did this with his eyes while he was drinking it. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Another great visual gag. <laughs> yeah. No, I insisted that I would only drink Japanese whiskey. Right. So my friend Tom said it was Japanese. And I had some of it and it was horrible. And I said, this isn't Japanese whiskey. It's horrible. <laughs> he like... said, is Japanese whiskey nice? I said, I don't know. I've never had it. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to hear more about your night out. Uh, well, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Such a so, novelty, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think we we'll have, we'll have to leave this because we have been going for like an hour and a quarter. I think but we have to assume Dan's but died. We started to do stuff. Or is currently desperately trying to. Maybe Brandon has caught him and is holding him hostage. <laughs> That's why he left the chat because he didn't want us to talk him out of it. So, but all we've done is talk about questions to ask people yeah. to make them feel uncomfortable yeah we, we've planned we've planned collaboration sab- we've not actually done the real content about our lives which which graham no. has been to a pub yeah i've had a near-death experience and yeah. we're not we're not even going to bother with that no exactly because no. we're so content rich that we can we can just throw we that just away throw that away but i mean that's big stuff yeah. i said we to can... um i said to some people the other week about like last year my big adventure was driving through Italy and Greece. And this yep. year, my big adventure is I went to have a haircut. Yeah. And that yeah, was that the, huge, That's the huge big you. event of last week. Yeah. I, went, I went to a Costa yesterday. <gasps> wow. wow. What was it like? Uh, it was kind of surreal, honestly. Like you know, plexiglass panels everywhere and everyone in masks and it was quite a... One of the things I have discovered, which is something that people have... You know, uh, you go into banks and obviously they've got the the plexiglass Mm. you know, thing. One of the things that banks do is... They used to have just like the perforations in the plexiglass and now they have the, the microphone speaker system. Yeah. Right? Nobody's doing that. They're just putting up quite thick plexiglass panels in front of mm. all the staff, and you're wearing a mask, and nobody can understand what the fuck you're saying when you're trying to order things. Uh, yeah, that's a very good point. There's quite a lot of shouting involved to communicate mm. your order. I think my brother-in-law said, which confused me momentarily, was he's building a shed, and he's he needs to get some stuff for the windows. And he said, oh, yeah, 
the problem is it's got really expensive because of um, coronavirus. And I kind of thought, I suppose stuff is getting more expensive. And I didn't make the connection that actually... Plexiglass. Like, <laughs> yeah. the stuff that shed windows are made of, which is just plastic sheeting that's normally really cheap, is suddenly massively Massive in demand. demand. yeah. It's yeah. Kind of, I have to say, I went up into Northfield and more people than I was expecting were wearing masks, but it was still like sub 50%. But is that inside or outside? Uh, that was in the shopping centre. That's a grey area though, isn't it? So you're not in a shop. Yeah. You're... There were people in shops without masks on. You should have uh, shanked them. So... Um, Chris, do you want to do... How long will your near-death experience take? Do you want to do it after the end credits? Um, Yeah, it could do. Super. Cool. Okay, well, um, Dan's either dead or fucking one or the other. Both. Um, Possibly. Uh, We won't find out until next week. No. Or ever. Well... If he he is dead, then that is a great new avenue for our podcast. We all yeah. try and investigate it. Unsolved mysteries. But, but from that hundreds of miles away, and we only dedicate an hour each evening whilst we're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Just going on street view, looking at parks near his house. There must be a clue somewhere on the internet. Yeah. All right, well, maybe let's just assume he has died. Um, ban him from coming back again and investigate. See if we can find a replacement. Yeah. Or... Um, Hello. How do you put out a contract on somebody? Uh, I will pay. Dark web. Yeah. I will pay fifteen hundred pounds to anybody who kills Daniel Mercer. <laughs> I haven't put out a contract. I, I've put out a bounty on him. Right. That's not. I haven't. It's annoying. I mean, that I, legal department. It's isn't it? very annoying that he's legal because I, I think I, I would like to run this by legal really before. Um, yeah. Dan, is it okay if we put out a hit on you? Spoil the surprise. Yeah. No. I'll, I'll, yeah. If if anyone uh, wants to kill Dan, I will reward them monetarily, and with a blowjob. <laughs> a blowjob to the value of fifteen hundred pounds, <laughs> or fifteen hundred pounds and a blowjob. Fifteen hundred pounds worth of blowjob. Yeah, yeah. And then in brackets, in very small, small, small uh, like, very small writing. Um, this this voucher has the monetary equivalent of zero point zero 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 one p. Yeah, because it's fifteen hundred pounds. You have to take all of the value in blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> that would be three blowjobs for me. <laughs> Go on, then, do your uh, do your end credits Come on, then. How did you nearly die? Oh, haven't we ended it yet? Yeah. That was the end. That was the end. We've done it. Don't we say, Finish. like, okay, thanks, everyone. Goodbye. If you want. No. Yeah, but we put that in, in post. Don't post. Yeah, but doesn't, doesn't make somebody... Noises, but surely it's not somebody... why you've never heard it while we've been recording. <laughs> surely somebody says, um, oh, well, okay, thanks, everyone. Have you ever listened Goodbye. to our podcast? It usually just sort of tails off. Mm. I thought now very we bad were, at ending podcasts. I, we I want to go to Audrey, bed. We'd How have did like you die? a professional. Yeah, my cat is really whiny and wants food. So, oh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Goodbye. We've done that. We finished. Or wait until after the credits for an extra secret content. Yeah. If we were on Patreon, we'd put behind a paywall.
I'm going to set up a Patreon while you're while you're doing this. I wouldn't. There's a good chance they're about to lose a court case that might cause them to go bankrupt. So. Oh no! Well, don't do that. They're not going to take my money. Okay. So the way that I nearly died um, was that I was cycling down a hill. Really it was on a fixie bike? No, not on a fixie bike. On a regular bike. Um, but it was. I was really enjoying the gravity, and I was really enjoying the windiness of the road, and I was probably going a little bit too fast. And I came around a corner, and there was just a massive van that was covering the whole road. And so I braked, but then um, the road was too kind of, there's loads of loose gravel on the road. And so I just did this massive skid. It was probably like 20 foot or so of skidding. (laughs) And there was this like passing place. And I stopped braking, got control back very briefly. I was still going too fast. And my brain, in a very split second, made the choice between very hard front of van or relatively soft-looking hedge. (laughs) So I just drove myself into a hedge. (laughs) And I wasn't going fast enough that it was like, like really sudden whiplash stopping. But I was going fast enough that I went over the top of the handlebars and into the hedge with the bike behind me because I was clipped in. And, um, uh, yeah, there was no, no proper injury at all. Like a bit of, bit of blood, some, some scratches and bruises and things. Um, and the man in the van said, Oh, are you all right? And I said, yes, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> um, but it must've looked so awesome from his perspective to be coming up a hill very slowly and to see a cyclist coming around a corner and then suddenly just skidding for 20 foot. <laughs> and <binning> into a <laughs> hedge. Just spinning in the hedge, yeah. It must have looked so cool for him. Or maybe a little bit frightening. You think, shit, someone's going to die. I, in just front killed, of I just killed a man. <laughs> mm. yeah. To get a blowjob from him. I didn't, though. Mm. <sighs> Missed opportunity. Yeah, it was very, very exciting, though. 